You're listening to episode number nine. Well, welcome everyone. Hi friends. I'm so excited that you're listening to this week's episode. I am so excited for this week's topic because as I was doing some research for this episode, episode number nine already, I was really thinking about the season that we were in. But one quick, just kind of behind the scenes note, I'm not using a pop filter today. So for all the the plicative um, type of consonants, the P's and the B's, if they're a little bit poppy today, I apologize. We're not using a pop filter. So that is why. So you guys are getting a little bit more of a raw approach today. But like I said, as I was researching for this podcast and the topic that I really wanted to talk about, just so you guys can kind of get a kind of behind the scenes look, I'm always thinking about between my clients and the pastoral care things that I'm going through and navigating in my life with the different people that I get to mentor for a living. I'm always thinking about what you guys actually need to hear because as my listeners, you guys are the most important because you're obviously going through things in your life that you're looking to receive freedom and victory over and you're struggling through these different things. And as I was thinking of the most important things that have really stuck out to me recently, I was thinking about the woes of the winter season that we are going through. So here in Nebraska specifically, we have had more snowfall this year than I can remember in my entire almost 26 years, actually like almost exactly today, it's a month until my birthday, um, 26 years of life. I do not remember ever having this much snow. And As many of you guys have also probably thought, depending on where you live, but also obviously everywhere has a winter season, even if it's not snowing there, the winter season, uh, some things that you can describe that are dry, you know, your hands get dry, your eyes water, the allergies come, and the days are shorter, it's darker, it's gloomier, you know, you don't get to enjoy the outdoors, you can't even go for a walk, you have to actually go to the gym or really just try harder sometimes to do the most basic things of life. And I think that that can also be indicative of our spiritual and our mental and our emotional states as well. I cannot tell you um, how much of a roller coaster it's been even in my own life just in the last week. And it's so funny to see how it's not just typically when I'm going through something that it's not just me, but it also, I see it show up in seasons in the people, like I said, that I'm pastoring and mentoring and also in my clients and in my inner circle. So today I'm really excited to share with you guys um, the topic and I've named the this episode as Are You Shining? So I want to first start, this is going to be a three-part podcast, and I first want to start with number one by really defining the definition of shine, okay? So when I looked it up in the dictionary, I was so pleasantly surprised because as I knew that this word would be perfect for kind of the theme that I was trying to hone in on today, it far exceeded my expectations when I looked it up. And so the definition of shine is a couple things. First and foremost, it's to give out a bright light, to emit, to beam, to radiate, and to gleam. And second of all, even better, is to excel, to be outstanding, to be brilliant, to be excellent, to be very good, to be successful, 
to be an expert and to stand out. So I just had to laugh to myself when I looked at this word because like I said, this is a season that I'm really walking through um, right now, even in my own life, just to be vulnerable. To in, in 2019, one of my big, big, big goals that I'm working on is to really just even prove to myself that I can shine more than I ever have before. You know, I have a very fiery and kind of bull in a china shop personality sometimes in a, in a really good way. And I think that we can lose sometimes the elements of our personality that make us shine the most. And we're going to go through a couple of reasons as to why that happens. But I think this is so funny. And the reason why I laugh to myself is because obviously I'm in the pageant world primarily. And specifically that second definition of shine just made me laugh so hard because I think that it describes every pageant woman's exact dream, right? It describes everything that they want to be. They want to excel. They want to be outstanding. They want to be brilliant. They want to be excellent. They want to be successful. They want to stand out and they want to be an expert specifically in the fields of their platform. And I think all of you guys listening want to be excellent, want to be standing out, want to be outstanding, want to shine in particularly at least one area of your life. And as we've talked about before, it's really important to keep those types of things at the forefront of your mind and to look at them and to visualize them every day and to really think through them and speak them out of your mouth and keep them top of mind because as we know, the things that we think about and talk about are the things that we take action on and end up being the results that we get. But I just wanted that to start off as a grounding point for all of you guys listening, that that might be a good word for you to hold on to and to really practice the art of in this season as pageant season is in the thick of it right now. And we're moving towards states in June and July, specifically for Miss America women. And so I want you guys to grab a hold of that word and really make sure that you're applying it to your life and you're believing it, that it can be, um, you know, specifically describing you. That's something that I think is really easy to, to dull sometimes. So that's number one, the definition. I want to move into number two, reasons why we don't shine. And I'd be so curious if you guys, um, always, as always, make sure that you subscribe. And I'd love for you guys to, to leave a positive review in the comments. And as I post this on my social media, on my Megan Swanson page, and also at Powerhouse Pageantry, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts as to why you think that people or maybe yourself don't shine. So make sure to leave a comment about that or leave a comment on powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast forward slash nine is where you can find this episode. So I wrote down personally a couple things that were top of mind for me of reasons that I've personally um, known that I haven't shown in some of my seasons of life, but also the main reasons why I see my clients and like I said, the people that I get to mentor, why they don't shine. And so I wanted to go through several of those today with you because I want the end goal for this to obviously be you honing in on everything that makes you brilliant and everything that makes you excellent in your life because you are brilliant and you are excellent and you are outstanding. And I know that every single one of you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, are even taking 20 minutes out of your day to make sure that you're pouring into yourselves mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So I want to virtually pat you on the back for that, just spending that time to pour into yourself. You guys are doing the right things. And I know that we don't always get the right affirmation in our lives from the people around us, which we'll talk about, or just life in general. Sometimes it just seems like we're just trying and striving and working and banging our heads against a wall 
all for our dreams and those things that we're going for. And so I hope that today that these three little points can really help you get your shine back and set you back on the right part of, you know, the degree of your compass to moving forward in faith and in joy towards those dreams. So a couple reasons why I think that we don't shine and that I've seen personally in my clients. The first reason is that we don't feel like we're good enough. A lot of times what I hear specifically, like I'm talking about with my pageant girls, because they're so such go-getters and they're so smart and they're so gifted and they're so talented and they're just go-getters. I love it. Is it's so funny to see the negative self-talk that's going on in the inside of them. And I won't belabor this point because we talked about it last week, but I just don't want to hear that anymore, that we aren't good enough. Like we said last week, and I, I went into way more detail. So if you're specifically struggling with this, go back and listen to episode eight of the Powerhouse podcast because we talk all about comparison. And I give you guys three really simple strategies that you can implement right now. They're extremely practical to get yourself out of the cycle of comparison. So like I said, I won't belabor this point. But unfortunately, I see so often that these brilliant girls and that these incredible young ladies, honestly, just have the belief that they aren't smart enough to accomplish their dreams or they aren't good enough or they aren't, you know, they don't have enough money or they don't have enough followers or whatever the reason is. And so I just want to break that lie today that because you were created, because of all the millions and millions of options of, you know, your parents having a child that ended up being you, you ended up coming into this world. And so you're more than worth it. And if you go back and listen to other podcasts or join our inner circle, we talk all about really the strategies to how you can start taking the right kind of action towards those things. Because I will admit, I understand that it can be totally overwhelming sometimes when you have a giant dream and you just feel like you need somebody to help you get from A to Z, right? to actually say what needs to be step A, what needs to be step B, what needs to be step C. I totally understand that. And if you're in that place in your life, I highly encourage you to hop onto our website, powerhousepageantry.com or send me an email. Um, The links are all below in the show notes or just DM me on Instagram. And we'd love to get you hooked up with the inner circle where you can absolutely uh, learn those types of strategies. And I can connect you with a couple other girls in the inner circle if you'd like to hear how it has helped them. But make sure that you go back to episode number eight if you're struggling with just the belief that you don't deserve to shine and that will really, really help you. Okay, so point number two in sub point of point number two, uh, I really think and I've seen that a huge reason that we don't shine is 150 million percent because of the people that we surround ourselves with. Now, I know that you might be virtually rolling your eyes at me because you're like, I've heard that a million times. We're the summation of the five people that we most hang around with, blah, 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 right? And it's so funny because Actually, last year, I was kind of one of those people that would have rolled my eyes at myself because I was, you just hear it all the time, right? And it seems like this cliche statement, but I really want you tonight or today or this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast, to really think about who are those five people that you spend the most time with. You know, chances are that it's your significant other if you're in a relationship, that it's your best friends or that it might be your coworkers or your boss. And I really want you to take some time, maybe even journal those five people, write down who they are. And then I'd love for you to write down five to 10 characteristics of how you would describe each of those people. Because I think that you might shock yourself 
as to the caliber of people that you're actually surrounding yourself with. I can be the first person to raise my hand that in 2018, I grew myself so much by being around incredible leaders in my church and you know things of that nature and really grew myself professionally in that way. But one thing that I absolutely failed at was being around um, people purposefully, traveling to conferences and events and seeing parts of the world and really connecting myself with people who specifically made so much more money than me and understand understood more about business specifically in the area that is a huge growth goal of mine you know reaching six figures in 2019 and so like I said I'm going to be the first person to put my hand up that I need to change my circle in that way to make sure that I have somebody who can answer my questions about the specific attachment to the number one number two number three goals in my life does that make sense right I mean if you really think of it practically if your goal is to lose weight you hire a trainer right? So if my goal is to grow mentally, spiritually, emotionally, then you need to join the inner circle, right? If your job is to get connected more spiritually, then you probably should be connected to a church, right? That helps you grow, that helps you serve in your gifts. If you want to make more money, you probably should invest in a business consultant or somebody else who has gone before you and knows how to help you get from A to Z. And, you know, it's interesting because I think we get really comfortable with the comfortability of not changing things in our world. So I just want to encourage you again that I even have gotten stuck in this and I'm even making major changes in my life right now that are not always comfortable, but they're totally necessary. And so I just want to give you guys permission that if you are in a relationship or you're engaged in friendships that are bringing you down, and if you find that you are kind of the the top of the barrel in every room that you're surrounding yourself in, if you feel like you're always the one pouring into everybody else and you don't really have that person in your life that's pouring into you, I encourage you again, I can't say it enough, to find out who that is for you, whether it's the inner circle, which we'd love to have you. I'd be honored to get to pour into you on a biweekly basis, and it's so much fun, and just the testimonials that have come out of that like are far exceeding my expectations, you guys, from what I even imagined. Like Honestly, like the best that I imagined, it's been 500% better, and I just love the girls in our inner circle so much because seeing you know, these talented, beautiful women who are coming together, who are passionate and and could be just catty and competitive with one another, they're contending for one another and they're advocates for one another and they're already planning hangouts and they're in creating engagement groups for Instagram, you know, because last, last month our topic was how to become an influencer on Instagram. And it's just so cool to see, you know, when you put yourself in the right environment, how you are lifted up because every single one of you, you know, if you go back to the first point, if you actually believe that you're worth it to, to be somebody who does shine and does sparkle, then you're worth it enough to invest in your dreams and invest in the person that's going to help you get to where you want to go. So I want to make sure that I leave you with that. And, you know, the third kind of sub point of that is that I really think that we need to get comfortable being alone. I know that it's not comfortable because we are created to be in community and we are created to be attached to somebody, you know, and get married and have a family and all these different things, specifically as women, which most of you are listening. So I just, I understand that. I want to say first and foremost, but if you guys are in a toxic relationship or have toxic friendships around you or are just terrified of being alone, maybe you're an extreme extrovert and when you're by yourself, you know, maybe you have depression or anxiety or fear that tries to come on you. I just want you to know that you're not alone, that you're never alone. And uh, specifically, it's why I encourage everybody whether you're a Christian or not, to 
to at least start the journey of spirituality for yourself. Um, obviously, I'm a Christian and I know what God has done in my life and I can't imagine what life would be like if I didn't have faith and an attachment to something that was beyond myself because I know that I'm not capable of doing everything by myself. And there is an end of the rope where my strength gives out and there have been days even recently when I just know that I don't have enough in me to give to others. So I can draw from that never-ending well and that pool of something that can help raise me up and be what I need to be, you know, when I'm feeling low and I need something to to be there for me. So I highly encourage you guys and all that. But there is a certain part of becoming a leader, which I believe that all of you guys listening want to be, that needs to get comfortable being alone. And whether you're watching Netflix or whether you're journaling or whether you just need some more strategies, if you do need some more strategies, again, feel free to email us or reach out on social media because we'd love to give you some further strategies from that. And we've all had those times when we feel lonely, but just because you feel lonely doesn't mean that you're alone. And I want to make sure that you know that. Okay. So moving on to our last point today, um, another way that we can really start to shine. And I think a reason why we don't shine is because I don't think that we've fully defined our expectations of who we are or who we want to be. So therefore on the flip side, when we do start to set forth those expectations of who we are and who we want to be, what we care about, all those types of things. I really think that just instantly you start to become that charismatic, shining, bright, beautiful person that God created us all to be. And just as an encouragement, again, you're sh- you, you shining can be completely different than the way that somebody else shines. And I love that the definition has nothing to do with what hair color you have, how tall you are, how much money you have, where you come from, any of those things, which I think are so silly. The things that I hear my clients comparing themselves about all the time or their intelligence. You know, I love how it says to be brilliant. And that has everything to do with what you emit from the inside out. And it has nothing to do with your SAT score or how well you score on tests or how many books you read or any of those things. So a couple questions, well, more than a couple, I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, something like that. Um, Questions that we can ask ourselves, which again, will be in the show notes for you. So you guys can go look at those um, that can help us really start to be brilliant. I think if we ask ourselves these questions every day, I'm excited to see, and even like a month from now, you know, it takes 21 days to form a habit if you do this consistently. I'm excited to hear the testimonials of how this continues to help you shine. So the the first question, this might seem kind of silly, Um, But the first question is asking yourself, what am I inherently good at? What comes easily to me? Thinking about those things, I've seen so often the light bulbs go off in my clients' heads when we point these things out and I ask this question um, really early on in my coaching with our girls because it's so funny, things that come easily to us, I think we get locked up in our heads that everybody's good at those things and we literally forget that it's like a skill or a talent and it makes me laugh every time. Number two, um, simple questions that can kind of help make sure you're on even the right career path. Do I want to work for a corporate office? Do I want to work for somebody else? Or do I have a desire within me to work on my own dream? Even if it scares me, just at the basic level, am I even setting myself up for success and happiness right now, Um, knowing whether I'm called to create something or whether I really, really just want to help support someone else's dream? Number three, what things am I wanting to attract into my life? So I really believe that what you intentionally desire to attract and what you have top of mind, it ends up being what you emit to other people 
and is what you end up attracting. You know, it's so funny. Why do attractive people attract attractive people? That seems like I said the same word a hundred times, but I really believe that you can't get what you don't have. And, you know, I don't think that we can, it's hard for us to really expect more than we're willing to even grow in and work on in ourselves. So just defining those types of things, what do I even want to attract? When we start to define those things, we start to become those things. And that's a really, really fun journey because then you look back six months ago and you're like, wow, I really did work towards that. I've grown a lot. Next question, number four, what do I want in general? Have you ever just asked yourself, what do I even want? So many people wonder why they don't get what they want when they don't even know what they want and then they get sad when really all you have to do is just ask yourself, write it down. What do I even want? What do I even need? Have you ever just stopped and thought about, okay, what do I need and how am I going to get there? And what do I already have? This is one of my favorite questions because I think it forces us to be gracious and to have gratitude for all the things that are already going right in our worlds. Our heads so often try and get us caught up in all the things that are bad, all the things that we don't have, comparison, 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 right, all the time. So that's why gratitude journals are really a thing. I've tried them and, um, you know, setting your thoughts on things that are positive and things that you do have is an amazing skill to helping you be brilliant and joyful and really shine in your life. Next thing, kind of along the same lines, um, number five is what do I already like about myself? And as a lot of you guys have heard my story, go back to episodes one through three if you'd like to hear more of this. But there was a time in my life when I was looking in the mirror and literally didn't think that there was a single good thing about myself. And I was wrapped up in an eating disorder. And I remember I was really critical of everything in my life, other people, because I was criticizing myself so harshly. And so one of my favorite exercises to do with my clients is to force them to literally say a list of as many things as humanly possible that they like about themselves. And it's such a cool exercise because it immediately identifies for me as a coach the direction that we need to go with young girls, um, my clients, whether they're 13 or whether they're 26, because it always um, helps to identify the area of lack in their self-identity. And that's a really beautiful process. I just actually had a client today um, who just shared with me a breakthrough of, you know, just kind of something in their mental and emotional world. And I'm not even coaching them anymore, you know, till next season. And it's just so cool to see that I have my clients who want to share those things with me because I do want all of my clients to feel like family and to feel like a powerhouse, as we always say, to unlock the winner within. And sometimes that's not even through winning a pageant. Sometimes it's just getting breakthrough and learning to believe in them themselves again, which is just as much of a win for me. So next question. The next question that I, I love to have clients ask is what might need to change in my life? And I just caution you guys, if you're already somebody who's really self-critical and is a go-getter and type A, you probably already have a much longer list of what do I need to change than what do I already like about myself. So I just caution you, be really careful, and you might need to go back and look back at the question before this of how you answered that, what do I like about myself, to make sure that you're reinforcing the positive more than the negative. Okay, next question. What will I allow into my life and what will I not allow? 
So I love these polarizing questions and so many of my clients are terrified of them because they're really terrified to share their opinion. But unfortunately, what I actually see is that because of that fear, most of my clients, I'd say literally most, probably 67% or so, don't even know how they feel about the like major issues. They don't know their core values. They don't know their core convictions and beliefs and how they feel about things. And when we don't know those things, then that means therefore that we're allowing things into our lives that we don't mean to allow. And then we just feel like life's happening to us and we live life every single day confused, on our back foot, upset, you know, really just trying to break even and kind of get our head above water sometimes. So what will I what do I want to allow into my life and what will I not allow is a really, really great exercise for anybody who for anybody period but people specifically who are struggling with the fear of being a little bit polarizing okay and last question which I absolutely love the question is what do I need to affirm in order to grow so one of the biggest lies especially if you're in a relationship is that by criticizing and pointing out something that you don't agree with, say in your partner or a best friend or maybe you're in a leadership role and you have somebody beneath you I want you to think about if you've ever had management or a leader above you, how you would like to receive that kind of constructive criticism. And I think we can all pretty much agree that if we're going to receive something in terms of criticism, it's a lot better if somebody affirms our character and who we are as an individual and says something positive and then speaks to the specific action that they would like us to make an adjustment on, right? Rather than pointing out well, you did this and therefore you are this, right? Attaching intent to something or saying, therefore you as a person are this are really, really harmful statements and we wanna make sure that we stay away from those. So actually it's been proven that whether you're in management or leadership, like I said, whatever, and this also therefore works with ourselves, if we want to grow in something, we actually need to just affirm it within ourselves. So catch ourselves doing something right rather than solely catching ourselves doing something wrong. So if I wanted somebody to do this more, then instead of saying, I hate when you do this, I would catch them or ask a question and say, hey, could you please do this? Or hey, I really loved when you did this. So the same thing with ourselves, if we're, instead of just catching the things that we do wrong all the time, right? Formulating a question for ourselves or turning it into the positive, turning it into the affirmative is a really, really great way that we can move forward in the things that we want to grow in while still building up our identity and not crushing our spirit in the process. And so finally, along the lines of this, again, why writing things down is more powerful. I would, and this is a quick exercise that I want you guys to do in closing the last thing that I'll say today. It's been proven. And I I promise you, this isn't just some like wonky weirdo mindset thing like it actually works can i want you guys to try it give it a chance and then let me know in the comments how this worked for you okay so i want you to write out a list of 15 things that you'd like to grow in and i want you to write them as if they've already happened so it could be an i am statement it could be like i love when i do this or i have one Da, 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 and it feels so good to be Miss Massachusetts, right? Something like that. And while you do this, so write out all the affirmations, then I want you to go in the mirror and I want you to speak them out loud while looking yourself in the face as you're doing them. And I want you to touch your heart and touch your head. Touch your heart with one hand and touch your head with the other hand, okay? 
and I want you to speak them while looking at yourself in the mirror. And I know that this seems kind of like wonky, like hippie, weirdo mindset stuff, but I promise you what you're doing is you're actually creating connections in your brain that you're engaging as many senses as possible. And it really actually helps you create a very deep belief. Imagine if you were to do this twice a day, morning and night, like all the time, if you're constantly confessing this, specifically too, because you're probably in your head rehearsing the negative of this so often. If we want to achieve our dreams, even if they're stretch goals or outside of our reach, we have to reorient and rewire our brain to actually believe that those things are possible. So this exercise specifically, why I want you guys to do this and why this will help you shine is because before we can shine, like I said, we have to reorient the belief that those things are even possible because chances are is that in our brains, we're not shining because we're telling ourselves, oh, well, I can't be a world-renowned speaker because my voice is stupid, right? Or I could never be Miss Texas because I'm not blonde, right? And it could be something as dumb as that to where you speak every day in the mirror, I love being Miss Texas as a brunette. You know, something as dumb as that, right? Miss Texas is accepting of brunettes and I'm so excited that I'm Miss Texas, right? And I know that sounds really dumb, but I'm so excited for you guys to walk through this exercise. I'm gonna be doing it with you and I'll be sharing my results later on social media and how this has affected my life. And so I'm so excited about this. If you guys have any further questions about how to really shine, we're gonna be talking further later about things like charisma and really, again, as always, really working the thoughts to emotions, to actions, to results, using the self-coaching formula, which you can always go back to with anything, to coach yourself into new beliefs, how to take action without fear, how to get new results, all those types of things. I'm so excited about this. I can't wait for you guys to put this into practice. And I really hope that this helped give you guys a new hope that you're not gonna let anybody dull your sparkle in your life and that it's not just winning that makes you guys sparkle and shine. It's actually the very essence of who you are as a person. So even if you have to look yourself in the mirror every day and say, I'm going to shine today, or I shine because I'm here. I shine because I have inherent worth, you know, by God, just because I exist and I'm on this earth. I have a plan for my life and I'm going to shine. Or even if you just have to start off by groveling it between your teeth and you don't even believe it and you're super scared to look yourself in the face, even if it's just like, I shine, right? I'm going to shine today. And you totally say it and don't even believe it. I'm excited to see if you keep saying these things in 30 days and 60 days with time, how you will start to believe it. And I'm so excited to hear the testimonies that come from people actually putting this into practice. So I want a commitment from you right now that you guys are going to do this exercise. You're going to listen to this podcast five times if it hasn't sunk in yet and you really don't believe it yet, but you want to get there, right? And as always, reach out to us on social media or email us if you want to join the inner circle and get more of this kind of coaching twice a month and join the best group of girls in the entire world. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast today and we'll see you next week.